What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Coldest Zone Podcast Season 4 with your hosts, Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and coaches in the Sun City. Yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind-the-scenes talk of who's dominated on Friday Night Lights. Download the Coldest Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on. Coldest Zone Season 4 is sponsored by PPR Real Estate and Thomas Folden. to learn this song. That is tight, dog. I like the little mix-up, too. Yeah, you know, we got to bring it. You know what I'm saying? Switch up the mood a little bit. Yo, everybody, welcome to the coldest zone, man. And Stansberry, Jason Flores, man. We are breaking it down, my dog. Hey, episode two already feeling good. Uh, It's the weekend. It is the weekend. We got another week of uh, scrimmages will be coming up uh, this week. Mm -hmm. And then we will be one speed, full speed into Mm -hmm. this 2020, wow, Mm -hmm. 2023 season. Excuse me. Yeah, dude, we are in uh, uh, probably another week. Kids are out there banging. You know what I'm saying? They got the pads mm, on. Sore a little bit. Cardio. Getting sick of hitting each other on, mm. on the same team. Fights breaking out. But, hey, one more week, fellas. One more week, and we will be there. Uh, nine overtime. Uh, we'll kick off. Uh, pff, man, I can't wait, dude. It's going to be really cool, man. We are back in our uh, old studio, man. Yeah, we at the Flores crib uh, <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, man, we had some things go on that we had to uh, go ahead and shoot in the open a little bit. Yeah, so um, real quick, Jay, a lot of stuff has been uh, going down. A lot of stuff has been happening. I've been uh, out of commission for the last couple of days, but uh, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Executive Director Rick Hernandez and the whole uh, Greater El Paso Football Showcase crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a press conference uh, last week, um, Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Uh, announcing our new uh, partnership uh, sponsorship with um, Charlie Let's Clark and Lisa. My man Bobby looks like you and Bobby gonna be dancing together for for uh, the duration of this season, Jay. I tell so. you what, Bobby better say his name because I look over my dog. If that is you, I'm gonna think that's you and Bobby got that relationship. Bobby a lot taller than me. I don't know how you can get us uh, confused, dog. Because Bobby got moves, man. I got moves too, Bobby though. Got moves. If it came down to it, I could beat Bobby one on one. Oh, Bobby, you hear that? That's a challenge. Bobby. 
Uh, but anyways, Jay, yeah, so we announced that new partnership. Uh, shout out to Lou Romano for um, uh, setting that whole thing up. And then uh, on Saturday, we had uh, our first uh, kickoff party at uh, uh, Charlie Clark Nissan Infinity. And, uh, man, yeah, that all of nice. our vendors, all of our, a lot of our sponsors showed up. Uh, you know, they had the DJs out there. There was a winging eating contest between uh, the Charlie Clark who won that? Uh, you know who won that? And the showcase committee uh-huh. and uh, the Charlie Clark crew won. Wow. Yeah. Well, because we weren't there. You know, it was Bo Bagley. It was Rick. It was a couple of other guys. We got Lou, all I the think. smallest dudes to yeah, go up there. You know, come on. Bo Bagley, he's still in uh, <laughs> high school weight, man. He probably ate like two or three wings. <laughs> and said, I'm done. That's it. You know? I'm and done. You know, I've lost so much weight. I can't uh, even. Okay. I can't even eat. Uh, and you know what? A matter of fact. Do you know a good weight gainer, man? I need to put on about 10 pounds in the next week, man. Yeah. Come to my house. Come to my house because you get some good food. Well, let's put it down, my dog. But uh, shout out to all of them. Uh, Prep One had Mm. their fourth annual uh, EP Strong event at El Paso High. What do you think about that, dog? Like, I mean, um, you know, four years ago, El Paso was shook, right? by that tragic uh, incident at the Walmart shooting. Give me your thoughts on that four years later, man. Man, you know, it's something that that never leaves us. We've talked about it before in previous episodes, in previous years. Um, You know, the city really came together. Um, You know, I shared uh, one of my posts uh, that I did on Facebook the day of, and it was when Karis and I ran up to uh, donate our blood. They were asking for blood. And uh, we get up there and uh, it's just flooded with people that all had the same idea. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no parking, people walking up uh, Mesa Hills uh, trying to get to the place, man. It was a beautiful thing. But that's what El Paso represents in a time like that. A, such a tragic event uh, with all the heartache uh, to see El Paso ones coming together like that. That's that's what I remember. And, uh, you know, going out and doing the El Paso strong thing with uh, Jesse Tovar and mm-hmm. the whole prep one crew and having all the teams out there as one one family one team uh before before the season kicks off man i think it's a great tradition that i hope uh will live on uh this is the first time uh, we've missed that event and uh you know um shout out to everybody that showed up i know uh colin deaver from uh, our boy uh went out and 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 said a couple of words uh the godfather rick hernandez uh, was out there representing the showcase. Yeah. Uh, one thing real quick, man, I got to give, I don't think we talked about this. Uh, Rick Hernandez, the Godfather, is now an El Paso Athletic Hall of Famer. Congratulations, Shout Coach. Shout out to Coach, man. Oh, man. Well-deserved. He does so much for this community. And me personally, man, he's done so much for me, my dog. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. Yeah, he he's done uh, a lot for for the showcase, man. And you know, kind of think about it, dude. This is all. This is a nonprofit organization, right? That uh, puts these kids on a platform because, hey, let's just put it out there, man. El Paso does not get the exposure like Dallas does, like Houston does, and we got to make the best of what we got. And uh, Coach Hernandez uh, every year for. God knows what is it. It's like? been uh, it's been he's been involved with the showcase uh, since his existence uh, thirty years ago. Uh, he started wow. off as a, as the coach of uh, the West team and and then took over as executive director. But yeah, he's he's been knees deep uh, since the beginning. Uh, shout out to him. It was a pleasure. It was an honor uh, to be the one that nominated him. And uh, 
to have him uh, be enshrined in the Don Haskins yeah. Center, man, for what he's done for this community uh, was a small, a small thank you, a small piece of what uh, I could do uh, well, uh, to thank uh, him from the city, man, because he's helped thousands and thousands of student athletes uh, yeah. going back uh, to 1992, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, but, you know, there was other people that gave like additional, you know, thoughts too for Coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to stand up for Coach, too. So, Oh, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah, just you yeah. that did it, dog. Well, yeah, I, you know, no. I just, it was I'm a whole team, man. It was a whole team, man. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you. Coach, Your man. supporting comments were uh, were uh, very heartfelt. Uh, Shout out to uh, uh, Dr. Jim Bowden, yes. uh, Hall of Famer. Shout out to uh, Mr. Pat O'Neill, who was also inducted. I thought that yes. was really neat that uh, those two got in together. Uh, but well it deserved. was uh, it was a really cool banquet, and uh, I'm excited for Rick and his family, and uh, um, it just sets us up for a great uh, a great year, our 31st uh, anniversary. Yeah, so um, let's go, Charlie <laughs> Clark. Hey, so I don't know if uh, I'm sure our listeners um, like our intro, right? You know, they uh, there's a lot of people that hear, um, you know, like the Warren G Jam, you know what I'm saying, and uh-huh. they're like. Oh, that's Ed and Jay right there. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That is that is Ed and Jay. You know, like when they hear that, and uh, they're like, "That's that right there. That is cold as own dog. Nate dog. That is cold as own. Um, yes, sir. Um, and as uh, some of y'all can check, man, we got a new sponsor, my dog. Yes, we dude. Got a new sponsor. I'm so excited for this, man. Uh, Thomas Folden and PPR Real Estate. Thomas is somebody that uh, I've known for. I want to say two or three years now mm-hmm. and uh we did uh he's 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 also a client of mine um but we've gotten to know each other um through a networking uh group that we're involved in uh called yeah. bni and uh so we played his commercials last year um you know i approached him to be title sponsor this year he was all in man and i'm excited we're gonna get him in jay in the studio uh, have him on for an episode uh, just to talk to him. Real cool cat, originally from Detroit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, PPR Real Estate, Thomas Folding. You've seen it all, all over social media. Uh, Thomas has some exciting things that he wants to share he to does. the high school football players. Uh, we're, we're putting that together, but he wants to donate some cleats to athletes out there. So we'll oh, figure out that's perfect, um, how we're going to do that. But, man, oh, man, I am excited. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. And uh, so, listen – We've been approached by other people for sponsorship before, right? Right. You know, we've, um, hey, is that cool if you guys shot us out, you know, sponsorship and all that good stuff. But um, with our control with this podcast, we want to associate with good people, right? Oh, good people no have, doubt about it. That have good intentions yeah. and are good uh, for this community, man. And again, uh, Thomas, he, you know, he's from Detroit. Um, 17 years, was it? No, he... 20 years in the military, dog. Yes. And retired. As, as, yep. as you and I know, we are like the military brats, my yep. dog. And, no uh, and he brings that quality back to the 915, man. Shout out to Thomas Folden, man. It is a uh, great partnership, and I can't wait, man. Yeah, no, you know, uh, it's crazy. You know, him being in real estate, he does he does everything right. uh, real estate uh, related, commercial, residential. But uh, I think it was two years ago, and mm. he, wa- he got a listing on uh, Stansbury Street on my street out on the east side oh. right and he he really didn't even know me at the time but said you know approached me and was like ed i wanted to see i wanted to do something special for this family they're moving in on a, a in a house uh 
uh, they bought and, you know, I was a realtor, I was their agent. Um, do you think you could sign something for them uh, so they could have in their house? And I was like, bro, done. Really? No deal. He goes that extra mile, man, just to put the little icing, the little touch, Ooh. the little sprinkles on. And that's somebody you want, but he's a really cool cat, man. I can't wait uh, for y'all uh, to get to know him. But again, like that's that. uh, Thomas Folden, PPR Real Estate yes. and Cola Zone, man, combining strength. Yes. And we're going to get go. it done, dog. All right, man. It's time to talk football. All right. So where are we at? Last week, we talked about our top returning players, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that I approached it, um, the way that we approached it last week was we're just kind of going off names, right? Yeah. Just kind of just shoot names off. Uh, we missed a lot of names. Order. It wasn't in any order. Let <laughs> I know we missed know. a lot of names because we <laughs> just get blown up. It was not in any order. But we I were... tell you what, let let me go through a little bit more because today's show, when we come back, once we take a break, when we get back, we're going to break down the top uh, teams in each district, right? Yeah. But let's talk about, let's go ahead and continue and finish our list uh, for our top <laughs> returning players. Let's start off at quarterback. Ed, we talked about Shea Smith. Obviously, Franklin is balling. Mark Moore at America's Gael. We talked about. Um, Mr. Strong Ochoa. He looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Mihadis from Eastwood. Yeah. Um, Got a deal, man. They're bringing back Jeremiah Knox, uh, 1,200 yards last year, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. He doesn't have LJE, but he's got some weapons on offense, man. Um, Give me your thoughts on Jeremiah. How can he get better last year? So he was 70 for 115, you know, throwing percentage, completion percentage, uh, probably around, what is it, the – uh, 55, 60%. He needs to get it up there about a little bit over 75, right? Yeah, when you look at those stats, they don't look too bad. Uh, but uh, this year as a senior and without LJ, um, he's really going to have to lean on his leadership, his experience coming mm-hmm. in coming in as a senior, being able to impact and change a game. LJ did that for them last year, right? Yeah. Jeremiah, when it's third and long, he's going to have to make those uh, conversions, get those first downs, and find a way to get the ball into the end zone. Is Jeremiah the pure passer? Is he a Shea Smith or Mark Moore or Gael or Evan? I don't think so, but that's not to say he can come. He he won't come out this year uh, and start airing it out. Uh, you know, Canetillo offense kind of conservative uh, when it comes to throwing, but uh, we'll see what happens uh, this season. All right, uh, we talked about Davion Singleton, right? Uh, sophomore this year, uh, six hundred and thirty-seven yards, uh, eight hundred forty-six yards. Those those numbers are going to go up. I'm kind of curious on how they're going to actually use Davion. Um, when the Rivera boy is back, man, and he looks good, um, Coach Horner will make the right decision on that. Let's move over because we because we talked about Davion um, with Colin Owen Levesque, Coronado quarterback, e fourteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, over six hundred yards rushing. Um, dual athlete, right? I mean, he he's in track. Uh, fantastic uh, athleticism. Yeah. Give me your thoughts on Owen and that Coronado team this year. Dude. Comes uh, uh, Levesque uh, comes from a, a an athletic family. I think both of his parents are Division One athletes. His brothers competing for <laughs> Team USA as a as a, I believe a decathlete. But Owen is Owen is my sleeper quarterback. Okay, uh, for this year, I liked a lot of what I saw. 
Um, what I didn't like was his decision-making and putting the ball into places uh, that he shouldn't have. I want to see him grow as a passer in that aspect uh, this year, but certainly athletic. He can run. He can throw it. Uh, 15 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I want to see those 10 inter- interceptions uh, drop this year, and uh, if he's making the right decision, uh, they will. But uh, I'm, I'm excited for Coronado. Uh, this is uh, probably, what, second year mm-hmm. uh, there. I love the staff that he's put together uh, there for the T-Birds. So I'm excited for Owen. I'm excited for Coronado. Uh, Owen, I believe, also was the only Whataburger uh Player of the Ye- state or yeah. year, yeah, something yeah, like that, man. Out. As a as a punter, punter or kicker, I believe. Do you, do you think I could probably get like Waterburger color analyst of the year? Nah. So I could probably get like free Waterburger for a year. No, nah, I don't think so. All right, thanks, thanks. One more. I got one more quarterback. Uh, Luke Lomeli from East Lake. Uh, yes, dude. Thirteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns, five touchdown, uh, five interceptions, man. Um, East Lake. A lot of people are not picking East Lake, but Mm-mm. they always come up and sneak up behind you. Mm, well, you know they had guys like Enohos and stuff mm-hmm. on defense that would keep them in the ball games. I don't know what to expect from East Lake. Uh, Loma Lee did fantastic last year with what he was dealt. Um, he's going to come in. He's going to shock a lot of people this year. Are they going to have a supporting cast uh, to help his cause? I we don't know. I don't know. I think um, he's going to come through, um, and East Lake's going to play that Mountwood kind of spoiler alert this year. So yeah. be on the lookout for East Lake. And it's Loma Lee, not Loma Lee. Lomeli. All right. It How looks, many times did you get corrected uh, last year for once, calling him Lomeli? Once. It's Loma Lee. It's Loma Luke Loma Lee, Ruben Rod uh, coming in. We'll see what happens uh, with the East Lake Falcons this year. All right. Let's move over to running back. We talked about uh, the uh, sophomore sensation. Uh, Ray Ray Ryan Estrada. Um, let's talk about uh, Brian Promessi, the America's running back. Listen, these 6A schools, they run deep in the backfield, right? From Pebble Hills, America's, um, Eldorado, all these guys. Um, there was high hopes for Brian Promessi last year. 85 carries, 650 yards. Um, again, man, he uh, he's a strong runner. I'm hoping we see a little bit more of that. Mark Moore took a lot of that off his shoulders. So um, we'll see how that ends up for the America's offense. Let's move over to Chapin, Brandon Ortega. Ed, let me tell you, I, you know, once everybody tunes in this, uh, this Friday, August 18th, um, at six 30 KTSM studio <laughs> five or studio nine, studio get those nine. plugs in my yeah, dog. Um, I listen, Chapin looks great and they're hungry dog. And one of their weapons is Brandon Ortega, 650 yards, Four touchdowns. I like the way he runs. Um, Guarantee you he's going to be close to 1,000 yards this year. Pound for pound, player for player, offense, defense, special team. I think Chapin has the most weapons in the 915 for 2023. That's all that needs to be said, man. Uh, They have a great offense, so we'll see how that works out. Um, Shelton Manny Fuller, uh, CD talked about him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's a great prospect. Picked man. up another offer. Picked up another offer yeah. from the University of Houston. Um, shout out to him. So it's going to be a great office because we got uh, our boy, man, Jake Fetty, at quarterback. Yes. Um, so he's going to be leading that Del Valle offense. Um, and Manny Fuller in the backfield, man, that is a stacked 
Oh, hey, real everybody. quick, let me let me say something. I was re-listening to the episode uh, last week, Jay, mm-hmm. and there was something that I kept saying. I, I must have mentioned it two or three times throughout the episode, okay. and it was about guys, you know, putting together great seasons uh, to get their 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 exposure on uh, schools and Division One, and uh, you know, I can remember a comment on Mark Moore. Man, forget all that. You know, forget the Division One offers. Yeah. Forget you. These guys are out there trying to win a district championship for their team for the high school man sometimes we get caught up in this recruiting game right and um i was upset that i said that and so i'm here on episode two saying fellas you're trying to do the best you can for that school that's on the front of your chest uh for your family and uh if you take care of that everything else everything else will fall into place man so yeah that's a good yeah that's a good correction dude yeah because we do stress that, right? I think we talk about when we go visit some of these schools and we talk to some of these kids, some of these kids, realistically, they're like, hey, I'm trying to get that D1. Yeah. Sometimes I want to ask them, define D1 for me. Like, right. what are you really talking about? Yeah. And what kind of player yeah. are you comparing yourself to? Right. Sometimes, hey, reality needs to get checked in some of these kids, right? A lot. But if you go out and ball out for your team, that's all anybody could ever ask for, yeah. right? No doubt. All right, man. Uh, let's move over uh, a couple more running backs. Anthony Carrillo, man. Yes. yes. Running back. Um, dude, we were at that game, and unfortunately, when he, oh. when he broke his arm. Oh. Um, listen, I didn't know his dad, Marco, um, but I felt like I had to reach out to him uh, that next week. I said, hey, please tell Anthony if he needs anything, give me a holler, man. Because yeah. he had expectations of being one of the top running backs um, last year, and unfortunately, man, injuries are part of the game, but he has rehabbed, and he's ready to go. Yeah, my no, shout-out to uh, Marco, his pops. Uh, I put a thing out on IG this weekend, yeah. send me your huddle account. He sent me Anthony's uh, highlights, uh, those highlights that he did have before the injury last year, and he looks good, man. His vision, his change of direction, uh, the ability to make somebody miss, it's all there. Plus, he has that breakaway speed. I'm excited uh, for Anthony Carrillo uh, and the Parkland Matadors. I know Lay's hyped up that he's healthy and he's back. All right, let's move over to Eastwood, man, in District 6A. Max Mencia, dude, five foot barely. Is this the Max the little Mencia. guy? Yeah, Max wow. Mencia, 108 carries, 690 yards and six touchdowns, and that's just his rushing, dude. <laughs> this dude, um, what's the new running back from the Cowboys? I can't think his name. Emmitt Smith? Man, you are old. <laughs> oh, anyway, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah, the I know new who running back about. from K State. Man, are you a Cowboys fan now? Um, if we're winning, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, six hundred and ninety yards. Max Messia, man. Uh, Coach Lopez does a great job in utilizing his ability, right, to come out of the backfield, um, and sneak him right up the middle. And he's got the speed and the strength, man, to lower his shoulder a little bit and make a play. No. No doubt about it. Hey, shout out to Julio Aguilar and Matt Stepp, man. They cowboy ride or die. They were going back and forth on Twitter this weekend. I don't know if you saw that, man. Matt Stepp was about to give up on the Dang. Cowboys. And Julio said, well, you need to leave them. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy, dog. Wow. Hey, Matt Stepp, what's good, baby? Come on, man. All right. Uh, we talked about Jordan Morales. Uh, again, he's one of my guys. I think he's going to uh, make a mark this year. Let's move over to the wide receivers. He, mm-hmm. um, I talked about Diego. Oaxaca, I think there's so much hype for him, and I'm excited for him. Let's move over to America's high school. 
Anthony oh, Miranda, yeah. Miranda, the Miranda. junior, man. 800, over 800 yards, six touchdowns. There's going to be a lot more yards and a lot more touchdowns this year. If Mark Moore takes care of business, Miranda could be potentially one of the top uh, receivers uh, here in El Paso. Certainly gifted enough uh, to get that done. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on and, and talk about uh, this Burgess standout, Devin Mata, senior, somebody that we know very well, athletic, mm-hmm. dual, tri-sport athlete, man. He is just really gifted and expect a big year for him uh, for the Burgess Mustangs. He get it from his daddy, man. That's, a, that's <laughs> what it is, man. The Mountain View, great, man. Uh, so, listen, Devin has put some great weight on. Unfortunately, the last couple of years, man, he's been injured, right? He broke his arm, broke his collarbone, all that stuff. But he is back, and he's ready for his senior year, over 400 yards last year. Uh, Devin Mata, man, be prepared. That is the Mustang to He's look a, You know what? He's an impact player. If you look at all the plays that he had last year, every time he was making plays, it was impactful in the game. And with more of those this year, hopefully they can turn that season around and compete for that district championship. Let's move over to Chapin, man. Uh, you talked about Savion Jordan last week. Uh, again, another piece of that puzzle, man. Chapin is going to be ready offensively. Let's move over to Coronado. Blake Randack, he's back. I thought he graduated last year. I, I feel like they all graduated. But um, another baller on offense, yeah. man. He does everything over 400 yards last year, four touchdowns. Um, another weapon, man, for Owen. Yeah, uh, Coach Pry is really high on Blake Randag, uh, one of the best athletes on that team, along with Owen Levesque. Uh, you know, uh, Blake is somebody that uh, is is a game changer, right? And you want the ball in his hands, uh, four touchdowns. Look for that number to triple this year uh, for the Coronado T-Birds. Uh, they're going to try to get the ball in his hands any way they can. Mike Pry uh, is going to show uh, what he can do, him and Coach Blanco, uh, with that offense uh, for the Coronado T-Birds. All right, let's move over to Del Valle, man. Jonathan Estrada. Over 600 yards, five touchdowns, big baller for Del Valle. Um, another smooth wide receiver, man, that Coach Contreras has that makes plays um, at the right time of the year. So uh, shout out to Jonathan Estrada. Listen, Jake Fetty is going to get that ball where it needs to go, get it in the playmakers to where it's not all on his shoulders, and they're going to do just right. Real, real quick, Jay, uh, you know, I got I got eyeballs all over the city, and uh, one of them was at uh, the scrimmage uh, this weekend uh, for Del Valle. Uh, Jonathan Estrada looked good, but you keep mentioning Jake Fetty, somebody that we know. Um, yeah, comments made to me where Jake Fetty is is mature beyond his years. About right, and uh, you know that's something that you and I obviously uh, know and uh, expect. Delvai mm-hmm. with Rudy and Jake back there, he's going to go through his growing pains. Yeah, right. Uh, but with that mindset, with that maturity, uh, look for him to make those leaps and bounds uh, year one as QB one. Yeah, for sure. Let's move. Uh, let's stay at Del Valle. Matt Lopez, another weapon for uh, for Coach Contreras out there. Over seven hundred yards, two touchdowns. That offense should be good, man. It should be stout uh, defensively. Is where they're going to have to work on and and just make sure to make those stops. But offensively, man, they're going to be set, man, with Matt Lopez out there. Let's move over to 6A. Elias Ron Hale, over 400 yards, six touchdowns, another Shea Smith weapon, man. He's going to ball out this year. Shea will get the ball to his play 
makers, my dog. Yeah, and then you add in Patrick Powers, uh, you know, uh, another Powers uh, <laughs> brother, and, uh, you know, plays offense and defense, man. Yeah. This is a guy you just want on the field. He's hard-nosed, but skilled and athletic enough uh, to run the ball, to catch the ball, receive it, uh, and do those things uh, to help the Franklin Cougars. Uh, Jay, the, at last on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe not last, but Marcus Torres, the nephew, 14 always open, Stansberry certified, 44 receptions, 718 yards, nine touchdowns. Uh, my proudest touchdown was against Mojo last year in that yes. game we talked about yes. uh, in episode one, man. Marcus, to come back, it feels like he's been on varsity since a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his senior year, and he is going to go out with a bang. How much pressure do you think he's got being coach's son out there? You think he just goes out there and just balls with his homies and just like, hey, yes. it is what it is. Yeah, because he's a hard worker. You know, he takes nothing for granted. Being that Marcus is dad, uh, he's out working 99% of that team, man. You know what I mean? In practice, in the weight room, doing what he can. Uh, so on Friday nights, he can show up and show out. Look for Marcus Torres, 14 mm. always open. Mm to shock and electrify the Sun City here in El Paso. All right, let's finish out with these defensive players. Man, we talked about some of these guys. I talked about uh, Gomez Scott from Americas last week. We talked about Carillo from um, Canetillo, Lachlan from Canetillo. Man, they're going to be stacked defensively. Nick Purnell, remember he was on our top five last year from Chapin, had a had a couple of great games, but is solid on that defensive side, Ed. 66 tackles, two sacks. One pick, I I, I could have sworn he was a senior. Uh, that's just because he's been on that uh, defensive side making plays. Yeah, no doubt about it. Are we going to put Chris Davis on offense or defense? Uh, he's he's one of my Stansberry certified mm. guys, uh, you know, and um, a lot of the flack we got this week, this last <laughs> week, was because we didn't mention them with Gael and all those other guys. Um, yeah. He yeah. has another year to prove the doubters wrong, right? Right. And I know his dad has high hopes that, hey, shut everybody up and lead the state. Mm-hmm. That is one way to do it. Yeah, it is. And I you know, I think it's important for that Bel Air team. Uh, they've made the plays when they were expected to. It was when they played some pretty decent teams that they needed to you know, make sure to stay in the fight, stay in there, make some plays, yeah. uh, show out like the great, athletes that they are man and uh chris davis dude phenomenal yeah for sure there's no doubt you can put him on both sides of the ball my dude yeah both sides of the ball yeah he can play he can play anywhere um i did want to say that uh anybody else uh real quick i'm gonna throw this in here jay okay. because okay. uh shout out to our boy uh showcase committee one of my stansbury certified uh graduates uh i think he was a 2022 graduate uh, Sean Salazar is going to help us with the offensive line Ooh, uh, this year. The big man and, uh, you know, we were going back and forth, but uh, I told him, give me, uh, let's, let's put together a top 10 list uh, for offensive linemen uh, coming back to the Sun City. In no particular order, we got Justin Morales from Franklin. Shout out Tom Lee. Hey, that's the that's younger brother yes. of Jordan Morales. Yes. And he's a big dude. So watch yes. out for Justin Morales. We got Roman Hernandez. Uh, the East Lake senior uh, has a D1 offer to uh, Texas A&M Commerce. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the big boy, Devin Quintana, Riverside senior. Let me shout him out real quick because he uh, sent in his huddle account uh, on IG. This is a big boy. 
He has made adjustments. And so remember last year, he sent us his huddle, right? Mm-hmm. And he made adjustments like the following week, dude. Yeah. Like, shout out to him. Listen, athletes are great, but there's no better athlete that, hey, if you're coachable, yeah. there's dog. You've got, man, that bar's been uh, raising. Yeah, 915 Nick Saban uh, is in love with Devin Quintana, as yes. he should. One of the captains uh, uh, for this season. So we're looking forward to him. Uh, contributing uh, to uh, that uh, quest for the district championship. We got Tyrese White, uh, Pebble Hills High School, the senior Craig Wydra, who I've been hearing about for a long time. Okay. Andrus uh, High School. Uh, this guy is an athlete. He's big. He reminds me of a uh, Brian Young. Oh, back in our day, a uh, big boy. Uh, just Andrus didn't have the season. Mm-hmm. I don't think the eyeballs were on him uh, last year. But watch out for Craig Wydra, Andrus High School. We got Joe Alofri, uh, Pebble Hills High School. Gabriel Terrazas, El Dorado, Jonathan Zamora uh, from Chapin, Caleb Cerna Del Valle, Sebastian Valles from Austin. High school. I got to throw my Samoan Usi in. I don't even know his name. He's from, he's at Austin. <laughs> I think he's going to be a yeah. junior this year, but this, this dude was blowing <laughs> guys up left and right, man. I yeah. got to find uh, his name, man. I wouldn't Oost, know part of that. Hit me up, Usi, man. Yeah. Give me a shout, man. I got to, we got to meet, man. You probably family, probably related. Hey, shout Jeez. out to Sean, Sean Salazar for, uh, for that top 10 list, man. And shout Louis, quit sending me your huddle account, man. You graduated college. College four years ago. <laughs> Shout out to all of them. Hey, let me go ahead and wrap this up with the defenders, man. Isaac Montel from uh, Del Valle. Juan Gomez, we talked Woo! about him from Parkland. Yes, Stansberry certified, legit, yellow Vin- gloves. Vincent Hernandez from Parkland, 90 uh. tackles, three sacks. Noah Medina, the big man up front from Eastwood. Yes, sir. You cannot forget Mario Hogan, man. Baller, linebacker from America's High School, 70 tackles, four interceptions. Listen, that, that that whole defense, that whole offense, I think we covered pretty much everybody that was on that, uh, that whole list, man. Man, that was a good job. Yeah, dog, because let me tell you. (laughs) <laughs> if, if we didn't do that, man, uh, we were going to be in trouble for we that. We get blown up, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I tell you what, man, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. No doubt. When we get back, man, we will break down our top teams, our top teams for 2023. Hey, yo, 25,600 plus downloads of the Colder Zone. It's your boy Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Gia. What and nothing like that? Man, it wasn't nothing like that first time. She was in my man. I have a crazy passion for helping people. Hi, I'm Thomas Folden with PPR Real Estate, and I run a boutique-style real estate business here in El Paso. I work with buyers and sellers of all types and price points, and my goal is to provide value throughout the process. Sometimes that looks like changing door locks for a client after they just purchased their home or giving a ride to the title company for an elderly client whose kids no longer live locally. I feel like customer service is nearly a lost art. Throughout my 20 years in the United States Army, I have always placed the needs of others above my own. Isn't it interesting that one of the Realtor Code of Ethics is to put the needs of the client above all others, including myself? I provide a custom real estate experience for all of my clients. 
When I sell homes, I always use professional photography, video, drone footage, 360-degree walkthroughs, and floor plans. I believe your name is your brand. It is very important to me that the quality of my work matches the value I place on my own name. I have been providing real estate services in El Paso for just over four years. And if you or anyone you know is looking for someone to buy or sell a home, then please consider contacting me for a free consultation. I don't just list a home and hope it sells. I work every day to make sure it sells. I wish all the high school football players a safe and competitive season. Thank you. For 2023, you don't want no problems. You just talk like you do. We need to get that button. You don't want no problems. You just act like you do. Ha. It sound like that, uh, like that jump rope. We don't want no problems. You just talk like you do. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go get into these top teams. But uh, with top teams, it comes with some top coaches, man. There's been some changes lately, my dog. Episode sponsored by PPR Real Estate and Thomas Folden. We got to throw that in, dog. Shout out to him. Man. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. All right, my man. man. I mean to cut you off. Where are we at? No. Um, so the top team's coming into 2023. But with uh, that being said, my dog, uh, new coaches, coaches mm. into their first year, into their second year. Mm-hmm. Um, first coach that that kind of comes to mind, dude, and obviously probably because uh, we are over here and we see him a lot, is Coach Pride, dude. Um, coach listen, Pride. Yeah, my bad. Coach Mike Pride. Uh, that I put him, you know what I'm saying? I, I, go ahead and take it. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is his second year at Coronado. Um, I love the energy at Coronado. I love where they want to go um, because you could show these kids and teach them and coach them whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But if they don't believe, right. and if their mind don't conceive, they will not believe. Dog, he is bringing it uh, back. To the T-Birds, man, I like what he's doing. Right on the west side. They try to get some of that tradition uh, back. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about this last year on how good a hire this was. Uh, They just got a new principal in there. Uh, Mike, we talked about it uh, um, before the break. Jay, he has assembled uh, an, an extremely gifted staff, young energetic yeah you got adam ayala out there they're all x x players dog x d1 players uh on that staff uh right uh coach blanco moved over from franklin um okay they just they they are doing everything they need uh you know and making the right steps uh a few more wins this year uh sneaking into that fourth spot for district uh, or higher, you know, that's that should be on on the minds of everybody uh, on that campus, uh, you know. And then we move over to Parkland Lays going into his second year, um, yeah. you know, another another great guy. Uh, he, so, solid, dude. Uh, I like another great coach that a lot of these players love to play for, right? Mm-hmm. He's a coach's uh, – he's a player's coach um, that brings it. He's not the big raw, 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 but he gets – the, like the message across to his players, yes. and they know what they got to get done. Let me go back to Coach Pry. Uh-huh. Um, so last year they won three games, right? Uh-huh. Um, how many wins are you thinking for it to be a successful season for Coronado? Five plus this year. 
five plus. And that's a listen. That's tough. Eight, yeah, they're in a tough district, man. They are in a tough district. Um, so yeah, that and that's exactly where I was going with, man. Uh, five wins, and I think uh, um, that's a successful season for Coronado. I know that Coach Pride would love to win district, man. But uh, that takes time. That takes a lot of prep. And uh, but he's got the right pieces. So yeah. um, going back to Parkland, I like what Lay's doing, man. Lay Lay is such a northeast. Listen, you call it what you want to say. He's a northeast dude, man. Yeah, he no knows doubt. what it takes to he's get one of in us, these man. Uh, to get in these kids' mind and say, listen, you're not just playing for the W. You're playing for that pride of, and that name in the front of the of, of your jersey. Man. I grew up on Quail Street. I grew, I grew up on <laughs> Let's move over to Horizon, man. Uh, Dewan Smith, uh, Coach Smith, second year at Horizon. Listen, um, they had that. Uh, uh, they had the Ernie Garcia back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, about two two years ago, I want to say three years ago now. Um, and that was like one of their best ever years ever, ever best team ever assembled, man. Yeah. Uh, and Dewan has his challenges. Uh, I was I went to Horizon High School the first for the first time over the summer. Mm-hmm. Never been there. Uh, that's a nice campus, man. And they got a nice stadium too. Uh, we had a baseball practice out there, but. Um, I had never been out there. I just wanted to say that. But Dewan Smith, you know, he's going he's gonna to put together, he's going to get his best players uh, on that field, and they're going to be coached up and ready to go, and they're going to try to go out there and upset some teams. And that goes the same for a uh, second-year coach at Socorro, um, Coach Gano, former Irvin dude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, listen, he has his challenges out there, man. Uh, unfortunately, Socorro. So a lot of these young kids right now, they're like Socorro garbage, whatever, right? That's just They don't up. realize. They don't understand back before yeah, 15, America's like, Pebble like Hills East back in the day. Oh, Socorro um, was where it was at. Socorro was a power. It was only Socorro and Montwood. That's it. That was it. That's it. And Socorro had some ball dog. They, they won a state championship in baseball. Uh, the football teams when we were playing with uh, Nico, yeah. Nick Alvarez, and all those guys, they were ballers, dude. Peter Morales playing basketball, dog. I'm telling you, yeah. there were some athletes coming through that school. Uh, Kano now with with Socorro's going through exactly what Irvin is going through. Uh, the 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 families have moved out of that area. They've moved closer into uh, the East Lake District. Uh, you know, they're at Horizon. They're at Americas. They're at Montwood, Pebble Hills, um, and uh, they they just don't have the numbers um, on the yeah. football field like some of these other teams so, have. So let me ask you: um, Socorro is in six A because of enrollment purposes, right? Yes. Because they're deep. Yes. Um, let's say if those enrollment purpose uh, numbers go down and they fall to District One Five A, where do you see Socorro in District One Five A? So, uh, just kind of think real quick. So, like in One Five A Division One, Delvia, Parkland, Bel Air, Hanks, East Little Horizon. Do you see them competing, uh, finishing, or even going to playoffs in Division One? Just uh... no, I don't. Okay. I don't. It's gonna it, it it's gonna take a lot. If kids that live in Socorro went to Socorro, yeah, right now, then yes, they would be able to compete. But we got kids that are going. You know, with this open enrollment, they're going to they're going to school where they Damn. can win. You know what I mean? Isn't that crazy, dude? The it open is. enrollment. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it, dog. All right, let's move on um, to Burgess High, man. They have a new coach out there, Bernie Luna. Um, coach, 
God, I can't think of it. I went, I went blank. Their, their last year's coach. <laughs> Neil Rutledge, uh, congrats, congrats to uh, Coach Rutledge. Yes. He get, he takes a promotion uh, as assistant AD for EPISD. So uh, Coach Luna on staff with Rutledge uh, gets called up and uh, takes over as the head man. He has some weapons. We talked about uh, Devin and, and the other guys they have. Uh, um, Luna's just going to bring some, you know, a different energy, a different vibe to that program. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids are familiar with him. Yeah. Um, let's see what type of leader he is uh, for this season. Uh, it's going to be fun to get to know uh, Coach Luna uh, as the head man. Hey, another team back in the day that was a powerhouse. So mm. Don't get it twisted, man. Let's move over to 6A, man. Uh, Coach Fama has stepped down at Montwood, and Coach Ron Hale has stepped up and said, no worries, my dog. I'm trying to bring back that tradition, man. Rams where they dominated 6A. Those Julio Lopez years uh, at receiver with Chuck Belise yeah. as the head man. Yo, uh, Robert Rodriguez, Montwood back Mount in the Wood day. back in the day. Was uh, something nice. Yes. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I said this last week. Uh, sad to see uh, Fama go, uh, but uh, there's a new era at the Montwood Rams. Coach Ivan, Ron Hell, his energy, you can already see it just in uh, his social media posts. Uh, he's getting these guys ready to go for this season, man. There's not going to be this rebuild and reload. Uh, they're going out, going out there this season trying to shock the world. All right, let's move over to uh, America's high school. No way. Noe. Noe, right? No. No? N-O-E. The E silent. It ain't no. No. Shh. It's not no. You got that button. Hit, no. that, hit that. No. It, no. It, it is no. not. It is not no. no. It's, it has to be no we do. No. All right. Well, Coach Robles at America's High School. Uh, this You're is supposed to hit the button, dog. No, because you didn't do hit it. Hit right. it. Hit it. Okay. I want to hear it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and say it then. <laughs> <laughs> there, right there. Yes. All right, Coach Robles at America's High School. This is his first year. Um, listen, he walked into a great situation, my dude. Yeah. Uh, so um, we'll see how that uh, kind of pans out. Patrick Melton no longer at America's. That I still can't even believe that, dog. You know what, Patrick Melton? <laughs> I know you like me, but. <laughs> I found that button. Man. I love that button, no, dog. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, man, America's. Uh, hey, listen, he walks a into team. a situation like Lay did last year yeah, at Parkland, man. Yeah, he is. It's just plug and play, mm-hmm. dog. You, you change the nameplate of that head coach, yeah. and it's time to ride. Dog. Listen, the the door flipped up on that Lambo, right? The door flipped up. You didn't open it like this. It opened like that, my dog. Well, America's not. I'll save it, dog. I'll save it because we're going to talk about these teams right now. But is America, just so I don't forget, does America sneak up and get everybody in 6A this year? (laughs) Let's move over to Hanks High School on our last coach, (laughs) our uh, new coach, man, Scott Felice. Uh, you want to talk about how Coach Prize bringing it back to the West Side? I love what Coach Felice is doing at Hanks. You know what I'm saying? He's bringing back – all like the players of the year, or like Hank Knight's oh, players of the year. Or man, something that he's he started doing uh, the yeah. Coach Shaw stuff, right? Yes, you remember by dude. putting the players up. Listen, mm-hmm. oh, uh, the Wall of Fame, the Wall of Fame. Um, this this stadium, this school was not built by itself. 
There was a lot of players that came through and did a great job um, and played their heart out for the Knights, man. And he's recognizing that, and he's bringing all the alma mater back, man. I love what he's doing out there. Uh, what is the Knights? The kingdom? Um, Yeah. Is it? No, I don't think I think it kingdom. is. I think that's what Valise is going, the kingdom. I like that. Yeah. I like that with all that. Yeah, no, Valise, uh, somebody that's not new to El Paso, um, you know, when I first moved back, I think he was over at Oñate and Cruces. And then he was out, I believe, with uh, in uh, with uh, Coach um, Coach Perales oh, for a okay. short stint. But he's he's been here. His footprint is here in El Paso. He does his camps uh, every summer, uh, you know, his QB receiver camps, man. Um, I, I, I like him at Hanks. Uh, I like him with that passing offense that he's going to implement there. We already talked about Blanco, uh, the younger brother coming up, man. Um, dude, yeah. I'm excited for the Hanks Knights. Uh, they ain't going to be that homecoming easy win uh, uh, that we were accustomed to seeing the last couple of years. Yeah. So shout out to all those new coaches, man. Best of luck to you guys. Listen, um, there's a lot of people that can't be head coaches, man, because it, it takes so much of your time of not just uh, your personal life, man, but you get um, deep into these kids um, like personal life, man, and it means so much. So shout out to all those new coaches. It's time, E. Let's go ahead and get ah, into the ah. 2023. I'm going to hit this freestyle on you real quick in the 2023. <laughs> we back. <laughs> nah, just playing. Hit let that just, button. Hit that button. Let me just put that. <laughs> 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 right, that's enough of yeah, that's a funny button. All right, where are we gonna start, dude? All right, so let's go ahead and get in. Let's start off with District Six A, man. Okay, um, are we doing predictions or what are we gonna do? Let's do predictions, dog, because uh, this is where either people are gonna hate you or love you, man. man. And people have been loving me from day one. Last year was your most hated season. <laughs> Uh, ever, dude. And I felt bad for you at times, but you brought it on to yourself, my dog. Not knowing this game and not knowing these kids what and do these you mean? coaches. I picked the right uh, team. So, you know what I say to everybody? <laughs> if right. you want some piece of me, then come. <laughs> I love if, that button. Anyway. If that <laughs> you see that lady on the plane? <laughs> He's real like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and okay. start off with District 16A, man. All right, dog. Um, listen, Pebble uh, Hills, Eastwood, Franklin, Americas, Eastlake, Eldo, ew. Coronado, Montwood, and Socorro. Give me your four that are going to make the playoffs this year. In order? No, no order. Okay, Pebble Hills, Eastwood, Franklin, Americas. Wow. Yeah. 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 I think I agree with you there. Uh, America's depending on how that goes. I don't see Franklin dropping the ball. I don't see Eastwood dropping the ball. I don't see Pebble Hills. America's based on how Mark Moore does as a quarterback will determine if that's their number four spot or higher. Um, Like I said, Eastlake. We're going to have to see what kind of team they are. Uh, Montwood, can they step up? And El Dorado, can they sneak in? There's That's four or five teams fighting for that number four spot, dog. Who do you think is going to be? So let's go back to you, you know, because you, you had a comment earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because there's always that one team, right? There's always that one team that will go um, 500 for the year, but is the worst team you want to play when you're undefeated. Yeah. Who do you think that team's going to be? Uh, gosh. I'm telling you, Pebble Hills is trying to go start to finish on top. Okay. I don't think they will get it done. Not every week. Not for 10 weeks. Okay. Eastwood is that team that kind of starts off slow. Yes. And then picks up momentum. Julio Lopez makes his adjustments about midseason. And these guys go off the wall and start balling. For this year... I wouldn't want to play the Eastwood Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 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 is uh for sure uh a uh a check mark on that dude. I don't want to you know who what? If I'm America's or if I'm Eastwood and I'm going undefeated and it's week seven and a team sneaks up on me, dog, I do not want to play El Dorado, dog. Mm. I don't want to play them. So a lot of people are like, yeah, you just got, uh, you know, Ray Ray, dog, but solid team. Frank Martinez, man, I think Yo. this is going to be his year yes. where he says he's going to start shocking these dudes, man. Yeah. So listen, 6A is so tough, dude. It is. And I feel so bad for Socorro, man, because uh, I wish they had a little bit more competitive to them, man, so they could join this fund. Because uh, unfortunately, man, they, you know, they struggle in this district. But um, I like the four that I picked, man. Pebble Hills, East this Franklin. This is and- Sparta. Are you not entertained? So are you going with, uh, so go ahead and pick I don't know. Team. I'm not. I'm oh, not picking Pebble Hills. I'm not God. picking Eastwood. Oh, uh, my God. We get to see that game at week three. So we'll know. We ain't got to talk about it. Just be about it. All right. So you know what I mean? Tune in. What's the episode? Like, like episode five. Six. Episode five. Six. And you'll get your answer, my dog. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's District 16A. Let's move over to District 158 Division You don't two. want no problems. You just man, talk man, like man. you do. All right. District 158 Division 2. Listen, this 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 district has been ran mm. by kind of deal the last couple of years, right? Mm. I mean, they say LJ said, hey, none, ain't nobody doing nothing. 5A district uh, division 2? Yeah, division 2. So you got you got kind of deal, you got Chapin, Opaso High, Andrews, Burgess, and La Jeff. Okay, here's my four making it to, making it to playoffs. Here's right. my four in no particular order. I got Chapin, I got El Paso High, I got Canateo, and I got Andrus. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, uh, El Paso High, Burgess, whoever wins that game's in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think uh, when it comes to district titles um, and saying, hey, you know, we're the best team in this district, I'm going to come out and say it, dude. I like Chapin. Yeah, I, I like, like Chapin. Chapin, man. I... Um, they have a lot of studs on that team. Uh, Coach Warner, uh, this is a good problem for him, right? You know, to have a lot of great athletes. Uh, he's got to be able to put them in the right position. So um, I think Chapin uh, is going to come out on There top is no excuse. He has the personnel. I said it in the opening, pound for pound. 
player for player, the most athletes on a single team in El Paso County, the Chapin High School's coach Warner will put his troops in line and get them guys going and they will steamroll their way to a district championship in 2023. Dude, Gia. The majority of those kids are underclassmen from from Davion being a sophomore, mm. Mm. Uh, Ortega mm. being a junior, mm. Savion Jordan being a junior. Mm. I mean, dog, I wouldn't be mad if we were at a lot of Chapin games this season. No, it'd be exciting to. Yeah, watch. no doubt. Uh, all right, let's move over to one five A Division One. Uh, this is uh, Delvia Parkland, Bel Air, Clint, Horizon, Hanks, Isleta. Um, give me your top four. Uh, Clint is. Clint said they back. Clint says they are back. Okay. Uh, we'll have to see about that. Yeah, Tim White, where you at, man? Call me up, brother. Um, Del Valle, uh-huh. Parkland, uh-huh. Bel Air. Yep. And I'm giving it to Hanks. Coach Valise, year one, makes it to the playoffs. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Del Valle, Parkland, Bel Air. And I'm going to go with Isleta, dude. I'm going to go oh, Martinez with junior gonna be a... quarterback Evan Martinez. Oh, right, dog. forgot about the Indians, dog. If he can get his completion percentage in the 60%, I don't need you to be 80. 60%, keep your offense on the field. Defensively, you got to do what you got to do. Um, I think they'll make that four spot. I like that. You go with this letter. I'll go with Hanks. Like it. I okay. like it. Um, who do you think is going to take that district? Uh, Del Valle. Yeah. Jake Fetty wins a district championship as a sophomore QB. Let me tell you this. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, but I, I'm really hoping that Bel Air, with their three-headed monster, right? Senior quarterback Noah Moreno over 2,000 yards last year. Uh, senior running back Zach Martinez over 1,000 yards rushing last year. And the amazing Chris Davis, dude, over a thousand yards receiving. Offensively, they're stacked, and that's never been their problem, right? Offensively's never been their problem. Uh, we're gonna see from Bel Air in their first five, six games, they gotta be blowing teams out. I'm talking defense shutting out offenses and offenses, uh, the offense just clicking on all cylinders. If they can do that. They're going to have a chance. But I don't know if you're playing teams that you're going to blow out 70 to 0. Is that going to get you ready for Del Valle or Parkland when district play starts? And that's the key, dog. I think last year they went 7 to 0, and they were expected to go 7 to 0. Uh huh. Uh, and it's going to be the same thing this year. Uh,. Dog, they're gonna go six, seven, and zero. In my year. window, high. Nobody, nobody now. Who's that peeping in my window? Let's go over this real quick. Bella's got? got Socorro. Uh huh. Chaparral. Chaparral. Clint. Chaparral. Yeah. Ain't they six man? <laughs> Damn. Chaparral. Clint. Jeff. Hanks. Isleta. Parkland. Horizon. Delvia. Mm. That's not. That's not. That's not a cakewalk. Mm. Hank's gonna be a tough game. I. I think they're not gonna. Jeff gonna probably. be a tough game. Yeah, they got Rubio coming back. What? 
Rubio yeah. was a singer all-star, man. No, that was Gomez. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Coach Martinez ain't out there doing a hokey dunk on everybody. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, Miguel Rubio, he's going to be a senior. He's a thousand, he was a thousand-yard rusher last year. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, 158 is going to be uh, pretty competitive, man. I'm excited to see, again, uh, for the ones that don't like what we got, man, then prove us wrong, my dog. Prove that us is... right or prove us wrong. All right, let's move over to District 14A. We've got Riverside, Austin, Bowie, Irvin, Rock. and Sanelli, my dog. Bum, Who you bum, got? Bum, 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 we need to get it like the bass, the drum line on that. Yeah. I uh, okay. I don't um, see him. Okay. So- Riverside, Austin, Irvin, Bowie, San Ellie. Uh, Riverside, Riverside, yeah. District Champions. I'm going to just call it. Austin, number two. Uh huh. Irvin, got to okay. throw my rockets in there. And I'm going to go San Eli. What? You're going to go San Eli over San Bowie? San Eli. Bowie, prove me wrong. Los Osos. I tell you who's going to prove That's me wrong. That's reverse psychology on Bowie. Junior running back Abraham Carrasco is going to prove you wrong, my dog. Right. Um, no, I've got Riverside, Austin, Irvin, and Bowie okay. uh, to finish that out. So, hey, one for menos. Más a menos. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do what they got to do to finish that out. Hey, that is all the districts, my dog. That is all the districts. That's all we got. And uh, who is going to be the team we're talking about the most in this 2023 season? Uh, We'll call it here in episode two. Who is that team? Doesn't matter the district. Doesn't matter. Who is it going to be? The first half is going to be Pebble Hills. The second half, no, no, excuse me. First half is going to be Chapin. The second half of the season is going to be Eastwood. Oh. I'm just calling it like I see it. History has shown. I'm going to ride with you, dog, on that one because I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Chapin to lead it off. Eastwood to close it out. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Hit J Flow up at, at J Floors9526 if you have any problems or complaints. <laughs> stay out of my DMs. <laughs> Are we done, dog? Dog, I think uh I think we're done. I think last week we finished a little bit early, man. Yeah, I like that, man. Shout out to uh PPR Real Estate and Thomas Folden, our title sponsor, man. Hey, episode two was in the books. 25,600 plus downloads still. Top 5% downloaded podcast here in the Sun City, here in El Paso, El Chuco, Mi Corazón. We'll see y'all next week. We're out. Gia.